For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I saw a podcast kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I blew that. Christmas is over. <laughs> I'm Doge, and I honestly nailed it. I'm Jordan, and it uh, it sh- it did shift into the cowardly lion at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody miss just the regular Mini Monday jingle? So I know bad. I do. I don't as even someone, remember what it as, sounds like. As someone who just felt like he knew what to do on <laughs> these recording mornings, it's a tough start for me. It's the Footloose it, one, right? It's the one that sounds kind of like Footloose accidentally. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, I, mean, I think it does. No. It, melody, yes. Rhythm, no. Yeah. But I think something that I love about changing it is that it sucks, but it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. What if, what if this whole time there's somebody who's been listening who's like, God, they are so bad at singing that part, and they Dang didn't know me. that it was bad on purpose. <laughs> well, it's like it's like the office when Andy realizes that D'Angelo only laughs when he hurts himself. <laughs> um, guys, I think the Christmas season, even though many of us might not be with our families during this time, uh, there is still something about Christmas that we need to just have uh, those around us, those that are close to us, just reaching out in any way. Because doesn't it feel like, uh, doesn't Christmas feel like one of those hug holidays, you know? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels weird to be socially distanced. Hugs and open mouth kisses all around. So mm. I really wanted to, uh, as we kick off this episode, focus on something that we can do together. And so we're going to do a, a little Christmas edition of Synops Us. <gasps> Wonderful. Great start. Yep. It is A Wonderful Life. And yeah. that's Ooh. your first movie. It's been a little bit since we've played Synopsis. If y'all haven't heard that, uh, you listeners out there, in your cars, in your house, in your office, at Whole Foods. Shout out Whole Foods. We don't have any kind of deal with them. Shout um, out Whole Foods. Whole Foods. <laughs> Whole Foods. <laughs> um, Synopsis, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let these boys have a chance to guess at how many proper names, proper nouns are in this synopsis, but then they together have to write their own, kind of bouncing back and forth, word, uh, one word at a time. Almost any list you look at that's based on ratings uh, has It's a Wonderful Life, if not in the top three, the number one Christmas movie. But here it It, is. It's a Wonderful Life is the single most fascinating case of a movie becoming a classic to me because it sucks and was panned when it was released. And the only reason it's a classic is because it was the cheapest movie to buy the rights to. It was one of the first movies shown on TV. And so they played it over and over and over and over again at Christmas time. And people wow. thought it must be a classic if it's played over and over and over and over again. Wow. And people just began to like it. I think it's Stockholm Syndrome because I actually think that movie sucks a lot. I'm a victim then. I need to watch it again. I, I 
don't love it, but I definitely need to watch it again. I just think the movie in general is just a huge bummer. Like it's yeah. such a dark it movie. Is, yeah, it is pretty dark. Um, let's get, uh, do we want any guesses at how many names we have in here? Two. Yeah, I think two. The answer is zero. Oh. Wow. There's actually zero here. Uh, and it's pretty short. You know, these are IMDb synopsi. So these are usually the ones that are uh, the most popular synopsis is the one that's going to be placed right there under the title of the movie. Were you thinking get- George Bailey and Clarence? Yeah. Okay, that's also what I was thinking. So I don't yeah. even know where to start anymore. It's going to be four words, angel help, sad man, I think. <laughs> <laughs> when a sad... What does he do at the bank? He's not a bank teller, is he? I couldn't tell you. And <laughs> <laughs> a sad yeah. um, man. Ooh, nice. Mm, he does do that. Is convinced that the world yep. would be better off without him, comma, and then an angel uh-huh. shows up. Period. That's it. Is that it? Is that where we're ending? Sure. I was really hoping that we were going to find a way to work it to lassoing the moon and bringing it right down. <laughs> what do you want, marry the moon? I'll get the moon. I'll, I'll lasso the moon. When a sad man is convinced that the world would be better off without him, an angel shows up. Our actual... That, uh, hey, I that's, you thought that's that a wonderful life. Been the, I thought you thought that might be the actual synopsis. It's not. The real one is... An angel is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life would have been like if he had never existed. I mean, it's weird that the synopsis is Clarence-centric. I know. Clarence is not our protagonist, but the synopsis sure makes it seem like this is a fun, flirty story about a silly angel. Yeah, that's so, that is strange to me that the y'all synopsis really is, like, is like, hey, y'all, Clarence is up in this piece. When a sad man is convinced that the world would be better off without him. An angel shows up. Uh, That's like how the synopsis for Spider-Man says, James Franco's best friend gets bitten by a bug. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, James Franco. They don't even use his actual character name. (laughs) Um, I think in the midst of our synopsis, us in the spirit of gift giving during this season, I I would love for us to, uh, in between all of this, share one of our favorite... uh, shows that we streamed this year for the people. Ooh, like if you were yeah. to pick one, what would that be? So hard for me. I'll I start know. since I dropped this on y'all. And I'm actually not going to take something that one of y'all can. So you you have that if you want it. There's definitely a show we've all talked about. Um for me personally, I have I have honestly very much enjoyed uh it's it's pretty gruesome, but it's a show called The Boys. Oh yeah. On Amazon. Uh oh, Carl yeah. Urban we were having a conversation about him recently. Carl Urban is one of my, I think he's one of my favorite actors. And he is hardly, I feel like he is hardly lauded or He praised. is so underrated. He's I super agree. underrated. And he is such a good character actor. But he he does a, a great job um, in this show. And it's just a very, it's a gritty, uh, kind of almost dark comedic version of uh, if superheroes existed. I think it's a little bit, yeah. it kind of try to, tries to lean into realism, but a really gritty look at it. Yeah. It's, um, it's a it's a hard watch, but it's a great watch. It is a hard, it's a real hard watch. It's, it is one of the more gory shows I've watched. Mm-hmm. But if you're into superheroes and you can stomach that, 
I think you might enjoy that. There's two full seasons of it uh, on, I, think, I believe it's an Amazon Prime show. It yeah. is. There's yeah. two full seasons of that. Um, and I would say that, that that could be worth a watch if you have any of this time. I will say this is a show, something. The Boys is a show that there were so many times watching it that I, I said out loud to Callie, there is no way they're about to do what I think they're about to do. And then they would do it and beyond. Like <laughs> to the point where there were multiple times that I was like, absolutely no way that just happened. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty out a there. A lot of jaw on the floor. Totally. Looney Tunes style, eyes big, can't believe that just happened. Oh, yeah. Um, our next film for y'all to synopse. So we're just one. not, we're not going to answer the question. It's I just, said no, we'll, that'll be, be our little breaks. I said oh. they're going to be inter- interjected between those. That's fine. Listen, I've had a season of, of not all my students listening, and that's okay. They're still good students. <laughs> um, thank you, by the way, for your leniency, Professor Willis. I appreciate yeah, that. Thanks, Prof. That's literally also, probably going to be on uh, are there, my Are there any issue. extra credits that I can do because I'm failing and I haven't turned in any assignments this whole semester? And if I could do a couple of extra credits right now, just, I'm sorry, just to get my grade up a little bit, my dad's going to kill me. <laughs> I mean, it, you, you're going to, you're asking for it. If you no, want, we no, could play extra no, credit. No, I don't want to play extra credit. I was credit. kidding. Let's do synopsis. don't like that. <laughs> How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 2000, year 2000 version mm. with Jim Carrey. Mm. Guys, 2000? how many? That's crazy. How It's uh, 20 years old uh, last month. Um, released November 17th of 2000. How many proper names do you think are in this here synopsis? One. Two. Jordan's right. It's one. Only one. So it's probably Max. <laughs> oh, when me. Max's owner has a tough day, <laughs> an when Jim comes to when help. Jim carries dog Max's owner, <laughs> uh, why don't you start us off, Jordan? Yes, a. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first word is not going to be Grinch. I can't set you no, up I much know. better. <laughs> Grumpy. Lumpy. Mean. Green. Christmas. Machine. Known as the Grinch. Attempts to steal and eliminate. Yeah. Christmas forever. I feel good about that. Yeah, I like that one. That's powerful. That was some teamwork like right there. That is dis- decisive language. It felt like half of it was written by Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> a grumpy, lumpy, mean, green Christmas. Um, a grumpy, lumpy, mean, green Christmas machine known as the Grinch attempts to steal and eliminate Christmas forever. Y'all's is better than the actual one, obviously. Yeah. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the synopsis on IMDb is on the outskirts of Whoville, Lives a green. Uh, hey, we hey, got that. We revenge got it. Seeking revenge, seeking Grinch, who plans to ruin Christmas for all of the citizens of the town. Still like Dude. a grumpy, lumpy, mean green Christmas machine. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I forget that the Jim Carrey Grinch includes a backstory where he was like made fun of as a kid. I forget that a lot. It I think does, the Jim yeah. Carrey Grinch is actually pretty good. I do too. It's Callie's, I think, favorite Christmas movie. Or I don't know if it's necessarily. Quality-wise, her favorite, but it is the one that she, like, has to watch every year, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doge, do you want to share 
Uh, what, what gift do you bring for yeah. the listener? Parumpa pum pum. I bring my show for you. Uh, I know what it I, is. Well, here's the thing. I want to take Shit's Creek off the table because that's a given for all of us. I think if that's not fair, we don't have to take it off the table, and I can cut this part of the episode. Well, there out. is no, 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 no. There is something to be said about uh, getting a gift that it feels like that person knew you would like, but you never asked for. Right, right, Maybe right. That's right. the spirit of this gift giving right now. Shit's Creek is wonderful. Um, I'm going to add my voice to the the chorus of voices telling you to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, another Amazon original. Oh, nice. Yeah. We just finished watching through it. It's an absolutely atrocious cliffhanger. And I don't know if you guys heard about COVID, this whole thing, but they were <laughs> supposed to be a new season this year. They didn't get to produce it yet. They're starting Oops. in January. I think Mrs. Maisel has maybe the best dialogue writing, uh, certainly the snappiest dialogue of any show I've watched recently. So You know, since Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> It's very good. Really, Same really guy. quite enjoy it. Uh, our next movie, do y'all want uh, door number one or door number two? Always pick number two. Never okay. pick the first thing somebody offers you. Jordan, okay. what do you think? Uh, I would love door number two, I think. Good, good. The 1990 classic Christmas film, Home Alone. Oh, yes. Yes. Doge, you'll start us off on this one. How many of these names, how many of these proper names we got in this? Zero. Dude, I think it's I think it's two because I think this the the wet bandits are gonna be named. And not Kevin McAllister. No, I think it's gonna be Kevin McAllister and the Wet Bandits. Like like the oh, wet, wet Bandits, bandits is the other a, yeah. Oh like collective name. Okay. Good guess there, but it is zero. No Those way. Right. Those how would so you start us off for home alone? A young boy left home alone. Must defend his house from bumbling burglars. Yeah. Y'all are getting really good at this. Period. Ooh, that one felt really good coming out. Yeah. I was autocorrected to burgers. Mm. Bumbling Let's burgers. Keep Let's keep it. A young boy left home alone must defend his house from bumbling burglars. We should have said on Christmas. Yeah. The actual synopsis is an eight-year-old troublemaker. Must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. Okay, so I sort mean, of, almost, I mean, ex- basically the same. That, that synopsis feels like, feels like the DLC ours. for ours. Oh, I was going to say it just expands upon the story we we already it, laid it out. It feels like they're doing that thing where when you write a speech, there everybody's like, write your speech, then cut half of it, and they just haven't cut half of it yet. Yeah, their their synopsis is Hearts of Stone. And we <laughs> we were Witcher Wild Hunt base game. Hey, we don't speak of CD Projekt Red right now. That's true. I don't blame the Jordan, devs. Do you have a Do you have a special show? Yeah, it show? it has to be Ted Lasso. It just absolutely has to be Ted yeah. Lasso. Um, I not since the discovery, my personal discovery of Barry, have yeah. I been as blown away by a thirty minute show. That's um, a really good comparison. Yeah, T- Ted Lasso just does more with less. I think is is the best way to put it. It's it's shorter than um, your typical like streaming drama, and yet it brings more heart, more character development, and more soul. Like I think Ted Lasso has the most um, the most positive to say about humanity yeah. in the last year of anything I have watched. Um, but it also wasn't unrealistic. It was just correct, like it yeah. was like hearkening back to you know what? Yeah. 
Well, I yeah, had, stuff is great. I had a conversation with my my friend Joey about it. He was telling me, you know, like if if Ted Lasso was less realistic, then you would just be, you know, clenching your fists, waiting for the shoe to drop and find out something horrible about any character. But because it's realistic and everybody is these shades of good and ugly, it just feels grounded, but also incredibly wholesome and um, positive. Like the outlook like kind is of not, aspirational almost. Yeah. It feels completely. achievable. Yeah. Um, I just, I needed Ted Lasso this year. I, like I really needed to watch that show. Um, it's great. Apple yeah. TV. Modern day Andy Griffith. For real. Totally. Here. Hey, totally. if you've bought, if you've bought like an iPhone or an iPad or a computer from Apple in the or last year. Or a Roku, I found out. Really? Yeah, you get they're three months giving, free. They're giving away this Apple TV Plus stuff. Well, it's because they have Ted Lasso, The Morning Show. And that's it. That's it. And yeah. now Peanuts Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Which is a classic. Um, yeah, Ted Lasso is, that was the one that I was holding off not saying. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I'm sure someone else will. And then Doge said, I mean, understandably, uh, not that show. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, okay, so Jordan has to, right? No, I, that's part say. of why I held off on it too. I think yeah, all yeah, of yeah. us, like if we're ranking our shows, are going to put like Shit's Creek and Ted Lasso at the top of our list, but it's not an interesting podcast if we all say the same show. Right. right. Speaking of interesting podcast, I, synopsis is fun uh, with familiar movies for y'all because y'all can get really close to it and sometimes come up with uh, really fun describing words for classic characters, <laughs> grumpy, lumpy, green machine. Um, but it's also uh, a really fun game when it's a movie you know nothing about. Oh, okay. So there is a 2020 TV movie that was released uh, just December 12th, not too long ago, and it is a Hallmark movie. And I was just, uh, what's the describing word here? Taken aback by the title of this Christmas movie, uh, which is almost a synopsis in itself. But we're going to try and guess the synopsis for Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The uh, director, David Winning. Winning, it's literally W-I-N-N-I-N-G. So... There you go. Maybe. Time for us to come home for Christmas. Jordan, how about you start us off? Or actually, let's guess first. How many How many proper names are in here? Uh, zero. I also think zero. There's two. No, oh, there's not. No. Jordan, do you want any clues on the two? Nope. Nope. I love that. Jordan, you're first. It's time for, what do we think their names are? David feels right to me. It's like David and Marie. I was going to say Holly. It's got to be a yeah. Christmas name. Yeah, I like that. Holly and David to come home for Christmas because it's beginning to look <laughs> a lot like <laughs> Christmas time in their city where you would here, slay bells ring. Are <laughs> what song? Period. That's got to be it. Sorry, it was A R E. I was trying to go okay, slay bells nope, ring. I are you listening? listening? Yeah, nope, I was I just. It was our O U R. I just kept turning every word you said into Christmas lyrics over and over again. Where sleigh bells ring our song. That feels like Taylor do, Swift. Do we want the actual synopsis first or y'all's? Let's hear ours. Let's okay. hear ours. 
It's time for Holly and David to come home for Christmas because it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas time in their city where you would hear sleigh bells ring our song. <laughs> um, the actual synopsis is, five guests are mysteriously Oops. invited to an inn to celebrate Christmas. With the help of the owner, Ben, Sarah discovers that an event from the past may connect them and change their lives forever. Wait a minute. Does this not sound super familiar? Yeah, it does. This is Clue. <laughs> it is. It almost feels like a word for. This is just Christmas clue. This is like Christmas clue. That is so interesting to me. Time for us to come home for Christmas. Wait a second. Could this be great? No. It's got a seven point three on IMDb. What? Yeah, but who's watching it and rating it? That's not a representative sample size. Hey, I I it's offer I offer the reverse argument, which is. Who that would actually like Hallmark uses IMDb. You know what I mean? Like the overlap, mm. you know? Mm. Mm. Very small Venn diagram. Um, man, that was close. <laughs> Y'all almost got it. We had five <laughs> mysterious guests. Gretchen Wieners is in this movie. <clears throat> it is Gretchen. Yeah, she's been doing a lot of those. That's kind of her, think- her gig. No, I don't think she would say. She wouldn't say fetch in this movie. You think she would say fetch in this movie? I, I think know, she's got to say it in every movie that she's in. Seems like That's this movie is pretty self-aware. That's unfortunate. Um, Chunkies, as we look ahead, dear listener, uh, to the 2021 season, um, well, actually, let's look behind first. In 2020, there was a lot that uh, we were happy to be able to give you, and it ended up being a wonderful cast of characters in terms of the movies that we reviewed. Doge has done a wonderful job of uh, putting together, as as is the custom, a uh, end-of-the-year poster. Uh, and this one is my favorite for sure because <laughs> I, for one thing, 2020, this actual year, this calendar year is outside of time and space. Yeah. And so there were some things that we reviewed this year that I can't even believe were within the last year. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also outside of time and space are, it's, it's, I don't know if you could find a more random cast of characters. And I think it's been a ton of fun. It's probably the only time that um, Gabriela Montez and Chris from Get Out have been on the same poster. Quite true. I would think so. I would think so. And a really good, a really good use of Dolly on that poster. <laughs> you know, you really know what good. else though? We she was also like a Christmas tree topper. <laughs> she yeah. did look like a Christmas tree <laughs> she topper. She is a real life Christmas tree topper, I think. We also, um, spoilers, I guess, we calendared all of 2021. Just uh just two days yawn. And I think 2021 might shape up to be potentially even wilder. <laughs> Every year we do this podcast, I get to the end of the year and I go, crap, we don't like, we're out of movies. Those were all right. our good ideas. <laughs> and, and then, then we, we sit a, down to, yeah, we're like, what oh, do no, we do next? there's actually a lot of movies. We're okay. Yeah. That, that, that was what I was about to talk about of like looking ahead to 2021. And it's funny. We, I think we had never really said what we intended to put on the calendar when we got in. We just know we had to get, we had to get a little bit further ahead. Um, Maybe get to the summer of 2020. 21, but I mean, we almost, we probably could have done the next two years. It felt There's just like a it. lot. Yeah. There's just a lot. Uh, and so I'm, I'm super looking forward to that. Uh, to end this episode, I would love to have your name. And in the spirit of clue, give me a, give me a one word clue as to what will be your favorite series that we do in 2021. Ooh. I've already dropped a hint about it in this episode. Hmm. <laughs> I think I missed it. Maybe I missed it. I'm Carter and <laughs> points. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
I'm Doge. Bug. <laughs> I'm Jordan. Vault. Mm. That could actually be for two of them. That could. That could. He happened to find a word that's for every single series. Movie. Movie. <laughs> Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.